Welcome to the therapy session you never had with the two hottest messes in town, Charles Vivian and Isabel Corey. Get ready to talk gangs, slacks, and best of all, drag. It's time to confront your daddy issues. It's time to confront your daddy issues. Oh my god, Izzy, do you sing? Oh I god. sing in a choir. Oh my god, wow. wow. Hi, bitch. I've never heard you sing. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very well. I'm apparently glowing today. Yeah, I'm I glowing. Said it. They were. I think. Uh, I think Charles said, said it. He's really. He's re- they. He's really clever. Um. Yeah. yeah, and also it's because I have makeup on today, and that's the sad reality of it all. I, I quite like your hair, though. Sorry to the listeners who cannot see anything. Messy bun. Um, messy bun cool. vibes. I feel um, like. Yeah, I, do. I feel like you look like you showered today. And that's uh, that's good. Stop! I actually have, I have. I've also well, shaved my legs. I can tell. Okay. Can you well, tell? I, I can't tell that you shaved your legs, but um, but I yeah, that's great. Oh, I, um, I have not. We should probably today, let's introduce. Okay, well, you're stinky. Let's. Would you like to introduce yourself, stinky boy? Oh yes. Um, thank you. Uh, uh my name is Charles Fabian. My pronouns are he him. And uh, my name is Isabel Corey. My pronouns are she her. Cool. Um, let's get started then. Something I would okay. like to address yes. is the Grammys. I'd right. like to talk about I'm the Grammys. Okay, what's wrong? What's so, going on? The issue I have, right, is that mm-hmm. um, I, I have sort of looked at Harry Styles for a while and sort of said like, oh, okay. I love that boy, love his music. And now the problem that I'm having is, is that I genuinely have a crush on him now. Ah, uh, yeah. Almost as if he's like a boy at the end of my street. And as, as if I could have a relationship with him, which is an issue because I can't ever do that. He works in a bakery. Do you remember that interview? Is that just me? <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry. I am. Um, this is actually, this is so interesting that you brought up. Sorry. <laughs> you brought up Paris because last night, guys, I know it's five years late, but I have, I've got into One Direction for the first time. I did a full that's what I was doing. I thought, like they, I thought you meant that you've, you've they've reformed One Direction. They had auditions, no. and you got yeah. in to One Direction. So, guys, I'm in. Uh, I'm in One Direction. I will be singing the <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks TikTok song. <laughs> Three little birds. Stop. Okay. Anyway, right. So, so I had no idea about One Direction. I knew who, obviously I knew who they were, right? But last night I went on full on dive. On a final dive, I was watching their interviews, their auditions mm. for three hours, their interviews, finding all about their careers after. Three hours? Um, yeah, three hours. Is that not enough? Okay, I can do more. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> do, do better. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I'll, but, I'll just, do but bringing it up to the present, obviously, we have to talk about oh, yeah. Harry and his feather boa and the leather suit because yeah. no one was really prepared for that and it was the sexiest thing I've seen all, all year. Um, and it was, he just looks so cute. And, and the first Grammy he's ever won. So, you know, well deserved. And he wore a green scarf in his audition when he said he worked. Yes, I saw Look that as me well. with the knowledge. Yeah. With the knowledge. Look at me with the One Direction. Am I a Directioner? Yes, I am now. Are they going to yeah. get back together? Is this the no. thing? No. Oh. Okay, well, I was excited no. for it, but I guess that was a waste of three hours Do you know then. what? I actually might have had a dream last night about this. Because I thought I'd seen a, a YouTube video about it because I had a dream that Harry was prepping for his new tour and that Niall was there with him, like, like prepping for it. 
Oh, that's really interesting. Is that actually happening or did I dream that? That is de- well, I only know about One Direction from 2015. So I can tell you that then, I don't know. <laughs> I actually have no idea. That could be real. Okay. I don't know. My knowledge stops at 2015. Although I did yeah. like, I did like, I feel like I've known Harry Styles more as a solo artist than in One Direction. Oh, 100%. Um, almost also because he's better in his solo albums. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not a directioner. Um, um, awkward. I listen to all of them. I mm, I've listened to. I know Watermelon Sugar. Is that what you won the Grammy for? Yes, it, he did win that Grammy for that. Um, but also another couple of the great things from the Grammys. Beyonce has now won the most Grammys out of any female artist. I don't know if, if it's out of any artist because they said they said female artist oh, like really? when they announced it. So oh. obviously she won that for Black Parade, which was an amazing song. Um, yeah. And then oh. also Billie Eilish won for the best like record or something. But then she got up and she was like, this is literally, this is Megan's Grammy. Like, I don't even know why I have this because Megan deserved this award. Megan. Meghan Markle. <laughs> no, 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 Megan the Stallion. Oh my god! 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 I was like, is she like a Harry? Harry oh and Meghan released a diss track. Like, oh my! Fuck the Royals. Diss- sorry, 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 sorry. That was so stupid. Um, <laughs> Megan the Stallion is amazing. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. What? What did Billie Eilish win the Grammy for? God, I all I know. She is won that- it. No, you go. You no, go. no, you go because apparently you have more to say. <laughs> right. All I, all I, all I know about the Grammys is, is my fave, Dua Lipa, won oh. best, best pop vocal album. I think she should have won. But actually, no, Taylor Swift's pretty cool, so never mind. But I'm very excited. I think Harry should have won that. Harry was nominated in that category. His I album was brilliant. Future nostalgia is the best. Listen, you are in love with Harry Styles. You've just admitted it. You're biased. You're in love with Dua Lipa. Yes, do the peak artist as an artist. So anyway, right. Tell me about this Billie Eilish, Megan, Megan Markle fiance. Well, so she, she stop saying Megan Markle. Sorry. Um, right, we'll so Billy, Billy won it for everything I wanted. Her song, her song, and then she literally got up and was like, "This feels wrong because um, this should have been like Megan who won it." And Megan was like, "No, no." And we were all like, "No, Aww. honey. Like you should have got it for your." I think it was for savage maybe i can't remember what she was nominated for but it was kind of, it was just one of those other things where it's like the grammys have given it to another white artist um uh, so it's kind of annoying did um, um didn't megan the stallion win best new artist or have i made that she up? got it for like best um record but she won it for the savage remix with beyonce so she didn't win it on her own oh, okay. um but i can't remember if she did if she won anything else interesting okay did she um, get three? I'm being made. An she got three talk. Grammys. An anonymous person on our call wait, wait, is giving me this information. On this call, who has got three Grammys? Megan. Meg, Megan the Stallion. The Stallion. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I've cleared that for that now. Perfect. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, and it's well deserved though, because she is amazing. Wow, fabulous. Well, I was just very excited for Dua Lipa and I wanted her to win all the awards. Also, yes, can we appreciate... Fun. Dua Lipa's, oh, do we need to move on? No, 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 you go ahead. Dua Lipa's um, dancing has improved so much. Like, if you watch. There was that meme that came out of her doing that weird hip thing. Yeah, yes, that was true. You know, we we like to forget it, but the growth, the growth. The growth. Yes, she was the stage presence. She was amazing. Um, Yeah, 
I uh, yeah, I didn't watch. I tried to watch the Grammys, but um, I couldn't find it, so I just no, because like I don't think that we're allowed to watch it in this country. Because I've also tried to like look up all the like performances from the Grammys, and like you can't watch them anywhere. It's super weird because oh, the one that I wanted to watch was um, so Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack have this. They've literally created a new band called Silk Sonic for their new song. Their new song is "Leave the Door Open," and it is amazing. Bruno Mars's vocals are literally top tier. Nice. Love that boy. Wow. That's exciting. That's I know. It's so it's such a sexy song. I love it. Oh wow. That's very exciting. Yeah. Well, um, the Grammys. I, I wish I, I would have watched I was awake, so I could have tried to watch it, but um Very yeah. true. I feel like Izzy, all the things you've said are on point. Yes. Um, so as for today's podcast, we are talking about um, as we said on our Instagram, talking about all the recent events that have been triggered by Sarah Everard's passing and other things surrounding it. Um, just as a heads up to anyone, um, big trigger warning for this show because we're going to be talking about things like sexual assault um, and violence against women a lot. Um, that's like basically what we're talking about for the whole show. So um, if you're not comfortable with it, please come back another time. This will be released as, our, as a podcast episode as usual. Um, but yeah, we want this to be um, an honest and open conversation and only for those who feel ready to listen to it. Um, but yeah, we've got our first song for the day. Charles, do you want to introduce it? It's is the it Do one? The Peep one. Okay. This um, is on Doolipa's album, Future Nostalgia, which you won a Grammy for. Um, it is uh, Boys Will Be Boys. Yes, it is. Enjoy. Second nature to walk home before the sun goes down Now put your keys between your knuckles when there's boys around Isn't it funny how we laugh it off to hide our fear When there's nothing funny here Sick intuition that they taught us so we won't freak out We hide our figures doing anything to shut their mouths We smile away to ease the tension so it don't go south But there's nothing funny now when will we stop saying things? Cause they're all listening. No, the kids ain't alright. Oh, and they do what they see. Cause it's all on TV. Oh, the kids ain't alright. Boys will be, 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 Something that I can't find the words to say I know that there will be a man around to save the day And that was sarcasm in case you needed it mansplained I should have stuck to ballet When will we stop saying things? Cause they're all listening No, the kids ain't alright Oh, and they do what they see Cause it's all on TV Oh, the kids ain't alright If you're a 
so good oh, I that was that was one of my that was one of my faves when the album first came out oh good well we're never gonna play Dua Lipa again so um make the most of it I'm leaving the podcast <laughs> goodbye 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 um okay well it's so exciting because we have a guest today drum roll please it's my friend Ellie Kilburn <laughs> hello what sorry, I didn't mean friend, I meant girlfriend, sorry. Lover. Lover. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, it's an honour. It's very good to me. have you here. Um, just as a bit of context, I know Ellie from back in the day, known each other for many years. Um, we were the only real feminists at school who liked to talk about it, and everyone didn't like us for it, so it's oh. made us stronger. Radical. As, a, as friends. Radical. <laughs> Say what? What? Shared trauma. We love Shared it. Shared trauma. Yeah. We love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason we wanted Ellie to come on today was because um, we thought it would just be good to have another female voice on the show to have a really open conversation about everything that's been happening. So I think we're just going to launch straight into it. I feel like um, I was just going to do a bit of a roundup of everything that's happened because there have been so many different events that have like yeah. taken place. Um, what, a, what a week. <laughs> what a whirlwind, you know? Um, so let's go from the beginning-ish. Sarah went missing, Sarah Everard went missing on, the, on March the 3rd. And then we had um, International Women's Day, March the 8th. Yeah. which coincided with um, Meghan and Harry's interview coming out in the UK on March the 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, then the police, a police officer was then um, arrested in connection with Sarah Everard's murder on March the 9th. And then Sarah's remains were found on March the 10th. And also on March the 10th, there was the um, statistic published by The Guardian that YouGov did, which was the big statistic of... 97% of women have been sexually harassed in the UK. And then there was a vigil held for Sarah on March the 13th at Clapham Common. And we are now kind of here. Yeah. So it's Mother's Day. It's been Day. a crazy time. <laughs> it's been an exhausting time. I mean, Ellie, like, how, how are you feeling after everything that's been happening? Um, <laughs> bit shit. Yeah. Um, just, like, tired, like, mm. exhausted. Mm. and hurt and like it's just been like one blow after another Mm. um Mm. I don't usually like cry at the news to be honest Mm. but like this like wrecked me like this affected me so much I was just like crying and crying like just like frustrated and angry Mm. and upset there's just so much like there's like nothing new you know yeah definitely no it was um for us, it was very unsurprising. Um, let's talk about um, the 97% statistic from YouGov. So this was published 
on uh, March the 10th. And um, it was a survey of just over a thousand women. I think it was around 1400 women. Um, and the specific statistic is that eight, uh, 18 to 24 year olds, that was where the 97% came from. And then of all ages, 80% of them said that they were sexually harassed in, in public places. Um, 96% said that they didn't report incidents. 45% of that said that it wouldn't change anything. And that's why they didn't report it. Um, like initial reactions to that. I mean, I don't think any girl was like surprised at all by those statistics because, you know, either we all have or definitely all know someone who has been. And it's just sort of part of like our growing up, <laughs> you know, that like you accept. Yeah. So I think it was like grim, but like nothing shocking yeah. um, for us to see. And something my friend said to me the other day was quite interesting because obviously the reaction to that has been quite overwhelming from um, mm. men. Like yeah. This whole idea of like, of course you don't, of course you find it surprising as a man yeah. because yeah. you haven't experienced it. The people around you haven't experienced it the same way that we have. Of course you don't mm -hmm. think it's a big deal, mm. you know? And like, of course you think it's exa exaggerated as well. Like I personally think, you know, it would be like truthfully would be 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. I think the reason for it not being like, obviously, we asked that on our Instagram polls about if people have been sexually harassed or like have known people who have. And to be honest, for me, like the women who said that they hadn't been, I was skeptical of because mm. for me, when it happened to me, like I didn't know that it had happened, that it was actually sexual assault until one of my friends had pointed it out to me. Yeah. And I think that's like, what I find concerning. It's such, it's like so ingrained from the start it's like almost become normalized and like I know like we have friends who like we've spoken to before who like would say they haven't been harassed but have been catcalled like mm. groped in a club um followed home <laughs> you know and they would just say like oh no like that's not harassment like that's but there's this normal. idea that like we're we don't want to make a fuss women never want to make a fuss mm. and so and also you know Let's be real, like the reason why these people don't report anything is because it's practically legal to rape people in this country with the way that yeah. executions and charges yeah. go and like actual jail time goes. You know, this new um, anti-protest bill, I think, has put or like there's something there's new laws being made recently where they've said, oh, well, we'll, um, we'll put those people who are arrested for sexual assault in jail for longer. And it's like, actually, we don't need more jail time. We just need you to put them in jail. We just yeah. need you to convict them because at the moment they're all being excused and like mm -hmm. it's just not good enough. I know. Yeah. And it shows know, people that like there's no point. There's no point in reporting it because also who do you go and report it to? If there are police, yeah. members of the police going out there murdering people for being female, who do we report it to? Exactly. Exactly. And I think like, yeah, like it tells us that like we're not valued we're not safe and it tells mm -hmm. men you can do it and have no consequences so do yeah. it <laughs> absolutely I, I mean, one of yeah. the things oh you go you go no charles i was gonna ask um, you what you felt um what well, one of the things that i found uh well you know i was also not surprised um especially since coming to university and like speaking to all my um uh my friends and talking about how normalized sexual assault is for women um, but one of the things that I found like really striking was um, I can't remember. I don't know. So I saw somebody post something um, saying they were like, 
there's a statistic of 97 percent <laughs> sorry don't know what's going on there 97 percent of women have been sexually harassed um and you know everyone always goes like oh everyone knows like a woman who's experienced sexual harassment or sexual assault but nobody knows any men and it's like i i for me i thought that was like a very like important distinction because it's very true like everyone like especially men are going around going oh my god like not all men and start this whole thing which i'm sure we'll get onto because oh my god mm. but um i was like like you know this is obviously it's a real problem and um i thought that that was like and for me i that was a very like striking um like post when someone said that like everyone knows a woman who's been sexually harassed nobody knows a man who's sexually harassed someone we need to do something about this. Like people need to be having conversations. We need to stop this being normalized and like mm. call people out because it's not okay. Yeah, 100. I mean, let's talk about hashtag not all men now. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Um, obviously we <laughs> asked, we asked the Instagram, you know, gay or nay on hashtag not all men. And there were some people who said yay. And some of them are women. And that kind of really pisses me off. Um, because I think internalized misogyny is is such an unfortunate Mm -hmm. thing um and yeah it's just it's totally derailing the conversation about what it's about yeah yeah absolutely 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 like that's the thing I just it very much was giving me all lives matter energy Um, yeah Mm -hmm. and it's just like look like listen you just have to listen and yeah. um, the, th- the thing that very much annoys me from, you know, I, uh, my anonymous, my anonymous boarding school, uh, <laughs> I will not say my name, um, is like, you know, I've seen people who've like posted things about not all men. And I'm like, why are you more annoyed about being called out mm-hmm. for being like sexist or racist than the actual problem? Like the thing mm-hmm. you should be, the thing you should be worrying about and getting angry about is the fact that that statistic is 97%. That's what you should be worrying about. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, yeah also I saw something really interesting the other day where a girl was talking about it and she was like if you're one of those people who are saying not all men like it's it's you who is the problem it's you and your friends if you think that it isn't you you are the problem um because she was saying that if someone she was a white woman this woman who was talking and she was saying you know if someone next to me says I hate white people if someone if someone a person of color says that I hate white people I don't feel personally offended by that because um, yeah, I know yeah. that the behavior that they're referring to isn't behavior that I support or behavior that I do. Yes, I do believe that as all white people, we have racism ingrained in us. There will mm-hmm. be a point in our lives where we have acted in a racist way because you, because of the way that we've been brought up, it's quite impossible to never do that. I also think with men, you all have yeah. been, you've all expressed misogynistic behavior at some point in your lives because we live, we live in a patriarchy. Like that's, that's what Mm -hmm. you've been taught to do. Um, and also the thing is with all of these things is that it's okay to get things wrong in the first place. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to say something that you think, Oh, actually I've learned about that now and I've learned how that's wrong. So all these people who are actually coming back and saying, no, you know, all these men who are saying, I know how hashtag not all men is totally wrong like that's brilliant and that's like growth and progression and you're like actually listen listening to what the problem is yeah, yeah. the response should be the response to the like to that figure 97 percent should be right what can i do shit needs mm. to change not oh my god like wow stop tapping me not meant like that is just not an appropriate response yeah i think you're absolutely right izzy yeah i know because it's like it's just like who cares like why are we rushing to like protect these like male egos 
Yes, like when absolutely. women are being raped and murdered like every day like why is that the issue and like how it's so frustrating because it's just like if if men are always going to be so defensive how are we ever going to move forward you know absolutely. and and yeah it's just like that whole thing like like if you're getting that defensive like what have you done <laughs> i mean like what i'm saying like like good people won't take that personally and like will you know support the movement and it's like Mm. it's the same thing when like you know you talk about um abuse and stuff um and people are like oh well what about male abuse victims and it's like yeah of course Mm. that's a huge issue but if you're only bringing it up the only time you bring it up you don't care about it other Mm. times the only time you bring it up is to silence a woman mm. voicing Absolutely. women issues, then you don't care about. It's yeah, in response. Absolutely. Yeah, in you're response just trying to, to silence women and you're trying to be like, I'm oppressed too. Like, why does everyone want to be oppressed so yeah. badly? Also, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, coming off that, and a thing that like, um, so you're like absolutely right. And the thing that um, these people are saying these are like confronting is the fact that um, I think I saw, you know, don't come on the statistic, but I saw a thing saying that the percentage of, uh, male uh sexual predators who've harassed men is 93 percent of them are men as well mm-hmm. so you yeah. know but you're absolutely right absolutely yeah well this is the whole thing of like the argument coming back of like oh well, i'm scared to walk around at night as well who are you scared of yeah um, it's like what? it seems like we're scared of the same <laughs> people when? yeah it yeah. seems like we're on the same side fighting for the same things and you're so close to getting the point and you're completely missing it mate like all these yeah, people it's who not are like saying you see like a woman walk past you and like you shit yourself like yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the person you're scared of exactly um another point i want to say like on the topic of hashtag not all men is that um there's men coming out saying like well i have called people out or like none of my mates have ever done that like if i've seen it i i would have called it out in the past and it's like i i want to know how you know how do you know if that is sexual harassment, because if 96% of people aren't coming forward saying that they have been sexually harassed, how do you know that you have called out someone or that you have been in a situation where no sexual harassment has been taking place? Yeah. If you've never encountered it, like, do you really think that's realistic? Because yeah. I don't think it is. And I think that we just don't know what counts or men don't know what counts as sexual yeah. harassment. And like, often especially... because there's this whole thing of like not making a fuss, I'm not going to show massive signs because I will have probably already said no. Um, Mm. There's no other real way that I can show you that I'm struggling because I'm also being overpowered by like a bigger person than me. Yeah. Sorry, Ellie, you wanted to say something. No, I was just saying how like, yeah, especially like, you know, like some friends not even knowing, like if like the woman like can't always tell that that is harassment, like do you really know? Like if it's not even happening to you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and especially when men come forward and they say like, oh, well, I've had that behaviour done to me before. And it's like, well, if you have, that's harassment and that's okay. Like, we're here to support you. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you've spoken out about that. But also a lot of the times it's like, oh, yeah, a woman will grab a woman will grab my bum and I feel fine about it. And it's like, but that's okay. We're talking about unwanted attention. Yeah. Like, non-consensual things. If you don't mm-hmm. mind people, like, if you've consented to that, that's absolutely fine. If you haven't, that's where, that's in, like, that's the problem. Yeah. Oh. Men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the theme of this. Of this yeah. yeah. Sigh, men. <laughs> um, okay, next thing I wanted to ask about, um, Charles, how do you feel about a 6pm curfew? 
<laughs> um, um, take me through. So what, what has been the whole discourse on it? So um, Jenny Jones is a member of the Green Party in the House of Lords, and she stood up to talk about um, this movement. I say movement with air quotations because these things aren't ever really movements. They're just kind of like people starting to speak up about things that they've been silenced about before. Um, so she was talking about it, and she said that perhaps it would be interesting if men had a curfew of 6 p.m. every day because mm. um, women are because the police yeah. had advised women after Sarah's disappearance to stay at home. Um, there you so, go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and the defense, the reaction to that has been very telling. Mm. I just wanted to know what's your reaction, Charles, as a man, to being told to be at home so what I you know I feel like especially like in relation to the fact that um uh like that women have literally been told to stay at home like what is going on um I think that um you know as we've been discussing sexual harassment is like a huge a huge problem and um in response to I guess you know is that like maybe that's you know something that we're gonna have to, if women I also know even outside of the police I know that a lot of my friends will always say they have a curfew anyway because it's just like you know they will not feel safe um going out at night mm. so um yeah um potentially that might be a way to go yeah um but also like it's very clear that was a joke because all the lawmakers who make these laws and who would mm. be in play who would be there to make those curfews are predominantly men so why would they yeah. ever vote that? And so all these people that are coming out, like, saying, like genuine it's panic. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> like, like chill, sorry, you like... can't like go out anymore. Like after six pm, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was like a really interesting thing. I also wanted to talk about as well, like men sometimes thinking that they're not part of the conversation. I was in a um, a tutorial the other day actually, and um, the tutor that was there was the only man in the room or like in the teams call, um, and. We were talking about um, a play about written by Carol Churchill, which is kind of like a, a feminist play. And he said, um, obviously, we're going to have to talk about all this recent stuff. And I feel uncomfortable because I'm like the only man in the room. And I'm like, well, actually, it's this is really useful for you. You know, like mm. you are never mm. not part of the conversation. You yeah. need to start being part of the conversation mm. because yeah. we can't keep solving it anymore as women. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's the thing, because obviously I know, you know, I... Uh, you know, I need to acknowledge my own privilege in these conversations, um, you know, as a man. And, you know, I have not been, um, you know, afraid of going out at night and stuff like that. And, you know, that is part of my own privilege. But, you know, the whole point is, um, you know, you've got to be part, men have to be part of these conversations. Men, you know, as we've seen, like men need to be doing something about it at the end of the mm. day. It's not just like, well, okay, I, you can't use that as an excuse to like just not get involved or not do anything to help. Yeah. yeah like the whole yeah like the original curfew plans for us like it's just so insane like it's literally been happening it's like the same thing that happened when like the Yorkshire Ripper <laughs> was about and it's like this yeah. has literally been happening since the dawn of time and I can't believe it's like still put on women <laughs> to mm. solve it and women to stay at home or get self-defense classes yeah. or like here's how not to get raped don't wear this mm. don't drink tonight mm. and it's like should we not think like mm, it's not really working should we yeah. change it a little bit maybe men are the issue yeah. maybe we can change things yeah. there and it's like i can't believe it's still on us and there's still mm. like sarah's been victim blamed and stuff like yeah. i can't I believe think, like yeah i also think as women we've done everything that they've asked us to do 
Yeah. We have put keys in between our fingers. We have carried, you know, spray that like marks the face of our light and like blinds them for like totally. a couple of seconds. We've yeah. not gone out in the dark. We've um, been on the phone to someone. We've been texting people to say that we're home, texting people to um, like to say, if I'm not back by this time, like, you know, that something's happened to me. We've done mm-hmm. all of those things. Yeah. Um, and, and this is still happening. So yeah. something, yeah. something else needs to happen. And so mm-hmm. the fact that there are men out there, out there thinking that that isn't the solution, uh, yeah. kind of, they're crazy. Like there's this yeah. one account on TikTok that I saw the other day, which is disgusting. It's called at, um, Dissecting the Culture. Um, oh, he was kind of, he was this guy who said like, you know, this whole like, um, this whole situation of like, you know, this reclaim the streets movement is a movement by radical feminists, like out to demonize men. And it's oh, like, you God couldn't say. be further from the truth. <laughs> and like him saying, and him not agreeing with educating men and instead suggesting what? that pepper spray should become legal as a solution. Mm. Oh my God. This is the thing, like teach your sons not to rape. That's what we should be doing. I know, like, I know. And listen, for, and my anonymous, my anonymous uh, boarding school that will never be named <laughs> so they don't see me, especially now. Well, I guess, um, but basically, you know, I went to a, um, uh, an all uh, boys boarding school and like I-, I will tell you and I was saying I was saying to you guys before I was like the thing that like radicalized me there was like the way that um, the boys would talk about women was disgusting it was so derogatory and literally treating women like slabs of meat and so many rape jokes and thinking that's fine and like mm. it was it was vile and that is why I'm like, this is the problem. We have to educate mm. men. Like you're, yeah. And so from coming in that environment, you know, I, I was there and stuff. And like, that's the problem. We have to teach people not to rape, not teach people how not to get raped because they're not the problem. So yeah. Also, when, yeah. We, when we stop acting like slabs of meat, they tend to get pretty annoyed about it. Like we saw at the vigil, you know, women who yeah. are out there trying to speak trying to speak about someone who has died morning and they don't like that because they want us to be silent the entire time yeah and that doesn't suit them yeah yeah and it's yeah yeah. um but yeah i just think that serious change needs to happen and um you know like and l particularly like what what do you think of the term like radical feminist I just when used in the situation. I hate like I feel like we like you and me like at our school were so like you know called like feminazis you know yeah. feminist bitches yeah. like you know radical like and it's like <laughs> all we want is like human rights. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah. like I don't Preach, think it's yeah. radical to think everyone should be equal. <laughs> you know, and what's and it's radical like, about not one like what's radical about not wanting to be harassed? That's I know, what I don't get. I know. Absolutely. Like what like the most basic level of human respect. <laughs> you know, and it's just yeah. like I it's just like people make it I feel like we always start calm in those like conversations at school and stuff. People make yeah. it so dramatic. People are instantly mm. like, "Oh, you're a, a bitch that's attacking me." And mm. it's like it's like people spin us and like wind us up and it's like those sort of conversations. I feel I think you like you really have to look after yourself because for other people it's like it means nothing to them. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's just kind of a game or like an yeah. academic discussion. Whereas for us, it's like, 
it's discussing our human rights and it's, mm-hmm. it hurts mm-hmm. and it's painful and I cry when I argue and mm. I get laughed at and I hate it but like for me it's an emotional investment for them absolutely it's a wind up let's piss her off like this mm. is absolutely that's absolutely bang on because I thought about this so much like um over the past like week um Lucy Mountain who is a um she does like a fitness program but it's for people who are kind of done with the whole like fitness influencer stuff she is just so she's very she's amazing and she posted a lot about this um last week she asked people you know what can what can we do now to make this better and it was someone who said like um stop using these as opportunities for like intellectual debate and like Mm. things like that and a chance to kind of clap back at people and it's like my my expression of my anger of Mm. not wanting to be harassed not wanting to be raped not wanting to be assaulted for being a woman why does that have to be met with you trying to piss me off yeah like there is no debate surely (laughs) there's no debate like how is there a debate like it's like why are you so keen to be on the wrong side <laughs> like you look also, like a wanker like yeah. why do you want to be on the wrong side of history so yeah. bad like why do you hate women so bad like yeah it's, embar- it's ba- embarrassing man embarrassing like, you know don't, don't tell your mom about you like she won't be proud <laughs> but like people like it can't the bottom line is is that people are dying you know yeah. and oh someone something else we have to talk about is um uh, blessing Alushagoon as well. So yeah. um, obviously, all the events from the past week have been triggered by Sarah Everard's passing, and it's it's always it always has to come to this point with with things like sexism, racism. Someone always has to die for something to happen, mm-hmm. for like people to to make a big noise about it. You know, this is stuff that we suffer with every day of our lives and have to think about every day of our lives. But somehow, it always takes some tragedy for us to to start making a big noise about it. And um, Sarah Everard was a middle-class middle class white woman. Um, it took the police nine days to collate all the evidence to, um, to arrest and charge the man um, who they think murdered her. Um, Blessing Alushagoon was found dead on a beach last September. Um, and there was no reason for her. And they concluded that she had drowned. And they concluded that the, the death was not suspicious. Um, she had texted her boyfriend at 1am the previous um, night and said, please stay on the phone. And her, the last text she sent was at 1.25. Now, um, Blessing is a black woman and um, her death has not got nearly enough yeah. media attention as Sarah's has. And, yeah. you know, the police reaction we saw in Clapham Common to the vigil that happened the other day is is a normality for people of color yeah um you know they they get this they've had this for years they've had this for hundreds of years um and so you know it, it's a privilege for you to be surprised at yeah. what we saw the other night yeah yeah um i think um, yeah a lot of white people like were surprised because obviously they don't get usually get treated like that and i know like a lot of people of color were so frustrated by that because like like you were saying it's a privilege to not usually be treated like that it's a privilege Mm. to ignore that anyone gets treated like that and then be shot by it like yeah Mm. so so let's talk about solutions what can we do from now i know that this isn't our problem um but we also asked the instagram this 
um we mm. said like if there is a solution to this what is it and how to implement it my favorite one was from my friend up here in st andrews she said removing men from society i mean you would get the job done yeah good job <laughs> is she wrong <laughs> Did she stutter? <laughs> um, solved. We've just solved. We've solved. We've it. solved it. So bye, bye Charles. To... <laughs> Kiss him off. Bye, Charles. I'm down. Um, but the main thing was education. Yeah. yeah. That. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, think, so. Yeah, yeah it needs ahead. to start from like so young, like primary school. Like mm-hmm. it just needs to be in constant discussion and like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like I'm thinking of like our school and like mm. people there <laughs> mm. like it it was just like awful and like no consequences ever and I just think yeah. and it seems so small like it seems you know the smallest thing like catcalling or mm. um grabbing an ass whatever like it can be seen as tiny and it's us being over dramatic but the thing is what is that person going to do when they're drunk when mm. they're pissed off like they've had a bad day like yeah you know, it's all connected and it, it's yeah. never too small and it's never too soon to start talking about consent and respect. Absolutely. And um, Gina Martin, um, her TED Talk, oh, love which Gina Martin. everybody needs to watch. Um, yeah. But she, she um, led the upskirting campaign to make upskirting yeah. illegal. Yeah. And she was saying the first couple people who were caught and prosecuted for um, just like a single upskirting offence actually had loads of like child pornographic images Mm -hmm. on their phone or Mm -hmm. um had raped multiple people and like that's the thing it's always connected nothing is too small you can never be too over dramatic because like Mm. that's it Mm. that's what it leads to when they grow up when they get drunk absolutely Um, yeah. yeah and i think there's a big thing of like oh if i can get away with doing this what else can i get away with yeah you know that idea of like if I can make a rape joke, you know, maybe I can touch someone inappropriately. If I can touch yeah. someone inappropriately, maybe I can have sex with them without their consent. And, and get praised kind of like, for it by the lads. Yeah. Like, mm. It's that like snowball effect of like it building. And I also, um, a guy on TikTok is doing all these things of like how, how that chain works of like young yeah. boys being really influenced, particularly by like what social media they engage with as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, things like the Joe Rogan podcast and even things like PewDiePie because he uses a lot of like misogynistic language in his like YouTube stuff and all these things will then link you to other things that promote that behavior so yes PewDiePie might not be um someone who has sexually assaulted someone someone who is a misogynist but those things like they will lead you to people who actually are like rape culture Mm -hmm. exactly Yeah. yeah Absolutely, absolutely. Education, education is is key. Um. So and like coming up to sorry, you go. I was just gonna say like, and like men as well, like allies. Like it's always the people who aren't oppressed who can make the most change. And it's like exactly need to be having conversations with their mates and calling out when they see it and checking in with their girlfriends I mean I I have found mm. boys in my life have been pretty quiet <laughs> at the moment yeah and absolutely some of our yeah. Drunk guy friends <laughs> um yeah. which is disappointing and it's like yeah it's just 
you know reach out girls, to us. girls are going through it at the moment like we're struggling right now check in with them and i think if you're a girl like i hope you're okay and look after yeah. yourself and it's not your job to take this all on and if you don't feel up to it yeah that's fine yeah. Men, like, like, look also after guys, yourself this is as much as we don't want to trust you with this it's on you now like guys, it's on you we want Absolutely. you to be having they're the only people these who conversations with your friends i don't care what you think of your friends yeah exactly i don't care if you think that they're perfect that you're perfect you're not okay Absolutely. you need to have these conversations it's down to you now yeah. like and i want to trust that the men in my life are doing that and i've only like i had a really good conversation with my brother the other day it was so yeah. constructive and really reassured mm. me that he got what was mm. going on and i really love him for that but i haven't got the same thing from my especially my friends from home like really? yeah peep out of them you know and like oh and, and it's the friends like you know from like our school who mm. were super misogynistic mm. a lot of the time mm. and like but you know everyone was like yeah so we just had to mm. you know it's like if your family is you just you have to love them you have to have them in your life and it's like actually no why are we why are we normalizing oh, that and i think we never really called our guy mates out on that and no. like with everything going on right now can i trust that you're changing and doing the reading yeah, and absolutely doing this like yeah i don't know if i can because yeah yeah I, i've I done a lot know. of stuff i've I just learned to, to live with and i don't yeah. know yeah yeah, yeah I, i've seen lots of things going around on like, i found instagram like a very useful source in terms of like spreading awareness for things and i've seen lots of things about yeah. like what can men do which you know obviously i've been looking into and a lot of the stuff that you've mentioned i've seen things about uh like you know if you're walking alone if there's a woman walking alone like don't like go up to her or like you know leave space doing the reading calling Across out your street. friends quotes uh calling mm. out your friends like stopping rape jokes which is all stuff yeah that we as men you know um that we as men it's out there do. it's out there you know we're we're giving you all the information we're telling you what to do what to do to help us yeah so it's out um, there yeah. for you to get and get amongst so mm. like it's down to you now guys um but we're coming to the end of this little conversation which has been wonderful um and i hope everyone listening has found it to be useful and whatever and yeah as ellie said if you're a woman or someone who has been sexually harassed, our hearts go out to you right now because it's a really tough time. Um, and please reach out if you want to. Um, but we've got a funky little song to finish us off by the Queen herself, <laughs> Queen Bee. Um, Ellie, Classic. would you like to would you like to introduce it? Um, yes. Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> Did you know which one it is? You chose. You you declared that um you were choosing and that was yeah. final. And you ignored oh, wow. Charles and I. back on me so again. We, we don't know. Yeah. We have no um, idea what's going on, is he? Is it, wow. is it Meghan Markle with her multiple <laughs> grannies? <laughs> oh, God. God. I'm never leaving that down. Dear God. Okay, everyone. Oh. This, sorry, is, this is Yonce with Formation. Please enjoy. And also say goodbye to Ellie. We've so loved you having being on the show. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you for coming, thank Ellie. You for thank you so much. Thank we you. love you. Thank you. So I get groovy. Get really groovy with Beyonce. Haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. 
I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. In my bag, I see it, I want it. I suck yellow, want it. I dream it, I work hard, I grind till I own it. I twirl all my moves. I know alligators. I'm mean over the needles. I've been careful and all this. I go hard, I go hard, I go hard. Get what's mine, what's mine. I'm a star, I'm a star. Cause I slay, I slay, I slay. I love you, Beyonce, so much. Oh, such a good song. Such I a love good her. Song. Oh. Right. Okay. You know what right. time it is. Uh, it's time for Charles Nizzi to fight about Recall's Drag Race. It's time to Drag Race. Okay. You said you have a two minute monologue right. that you just want to rattle off. So here right. is your time. Here's my time, right? Here, here's the thing with the last episode. So, mm. basically, sorry, um, Ellie, uh, for all the spoilers, but you should be watching it already. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Basically, the week before, we had the devastating, the devastating um, result that a horror was going home, which, you know, we've already discussed. Terrible, right? But this week, mm. right, here is why I'm angry, okay? So, we had, you know, the last four, it was Tace, Lawrence Cheney, Bimini, and Ellie Diamond, right? Okay, and RuPaul decided 
that in this last episode that he was going to do a double save for oh. Ellie Diamond and Tace, right? And this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard because there is no way, there is no way that either Ellie Diamond or Tace is going to win RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two. Tace has been in the bottom four times. She has, she's been in the bottom more times than Lawrence Cheney has won. Ellie Diamond has not got a single main challenge win. So my whole thing is like, why have you given a double save to two people who will not, who categorically will not win the competition? And that is my angry rant. It's just Thank so annoying. It, it, I, I was annoyed. I'm just still pissed off about horror. Yes, absolutely. I'm still absolutely. here to talk about horror. Yeah. Um, she went wrongfully, and mm. I will never forgive the judges for that. But also, just get fuck off, Ellie Diamond. <laughs> just the thing fuck is, off. The thing is, the thing is, I objectively, I do like Ellie Diamond, but I just don't think she should have gone this far in the competition. So I'm very much like, get away, like, oh my God, like leave. But I know objectively, go I away. Do like Ellie Diamond. <laughs> I'm more angry, go away. I'm more angry at RuPaul for like, it's just Ahura had two challenge wins. Ahura wasn't even the worst in that, in the, I think Ellie Diamond and Lawrence Cheney should have been in the bottom. Yeah. But, you know, that's just me. But I'm just, yeah, absolutely. Ahura had two challenge wins. She was should not have been in the bottom. Why did she not? Why also, was she the was double champion on last week? Yeah. She was funny. Yeah. It's because RuPaul doesn't get rich. Ellie Diamond wasn't funny. No, I know, I know. She's I know, not I know. funny. She's also so annoying and whiny. Like, shut I up. I know. I just, I was very angry. I, weirdly, I was upset that horror left. And then it wasn't until I watched this episode that I got very angry about it. And I was like, this just doesn't make any sense. And I, like, why mm. wasn't there a double chante this week? Or like, the, no, sorry. There was one this week. That's Last. what I'm the week, the week before, before with horror, or if you know yeah. a horror state, and then the top four, it was just it was a terrible decision. Um, it was too much. But um, can we? Uh, as it is, it is the it is the final tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, tonight yeah. even because we're on um, obviously staring on a Thursday. Um, who do you want to win, Izzy Corey? Well, I want Bimini Bomboulash. Bimini to supremacy. Win. Bimini supremacy. Bimini yes. supremacy. Absolutely. What about you? Yeah? Same? The thing is, right, I actually realised this. I was having a chat with uh, one of our friends who's just up to date. And um, I realised that I was like, actually, I don't like Lawrence Cheney as much as I thought because I was thinking about it, right? And I was like, I didn't think Lawrence Cheney should have won that design challenge. You remember that one? Yeah. The one I thought that Ahura was going to win it. So I was like, okay, so she, only two badges. And then I was also like, I don't think she should have won a badge for the, um, what is it? For the, you know, the uh, Bing Bang Bong, Ruru Vision as yes. well. She was the worst okay. in the group. So I'm like, okay. So I think she wins once. So I've actually realised that I literally just want Bimini to win. Um, yeah. Well, that's it. That's all. And that's fine. But also, yeah. like, let's talk about Beast Enders because I love this challenge. But also, I thought Tace was really good. Yeah. Tace was the funniest. Hands Tace down. Tace was the funniest. Hands down. And, like, bless her, like... She does tend to take the piss a little bit with the runway challenges. Like she does just serve face yeah. every single week and doesn't bother about her costume. Sorry, her like yeah, outfit. The, the thing is, it was a good outfit, but it did not fit the. It didn't. It didn't fit Dame. It's not Dame. It was more like Fairy no. Godmother. Yeah, yeah but like um, she said, it was Fairy Godmother, but it was also just like fair, it was more like just fairy. 
Yeah. There was nothing panter about it. Is that a homophobic slur there? Is his ass was going No! No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're trying to derail the conversation to make me say a hate crime. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, Yes, you are, yeah. It was not, yeah, it was not panto dame. I mean, even if she'd been very godmother, it still wasn't, It was, the challenge was dame. So I yeah. get why she was in the bottom, but I just, I, yeah, I was a bit, I just, I think it's stupid. I'm just I, done is, with Ellie we're Diamond. Going into a, we're going into a final where it's literally, two of the people cannot physically win. And, um, but I love Bimini with all my heart and I want her so to much. take this crown. Her dame outfit was just so good. So good. Yeah, that's, that's um, it really. That's, that's, yeah, that's so just just Bimini for next week, and yeah. I mean, like, okay, imagine, but imagine if like Taste just made like a miraculous comeback. Yeah, but you cannot win RuPaul's Drag Race with four times on the bottom. Let, oh, when you phrase that, right? Mean... Taste in the entire franchise of RuPaul's Drag Race, Taste has been in the bottom the most. Now, albeit, what do you mean franchise? Do you mean do you mean season? In the whole franchise? No, in the whole franchise of RuPaul's Drag Race, the whole right. thing. Nobody okay. has survived. Oh, okay. Yes, got it. So, so, okay, which is because she's very talented. She survived all those lip syncs, but like, yeah. She just, Again, she happen. just she does always just surf face in the lip syncs, though. Like, not much action going on. Is she one of the ones that does like the splits all the time? She, I think, I think she's a really good lip syncer. Uh, I think she does do some splits and stuff. I think she's a very good yeah. lip syncer, but I just don't think she went. Although it's a singing challenge, so they, I normally they sing to one of RuPaul's song, and it's one of my favorite challenges. Oh yeah! And like clearly, Bimini and um, Bimini and Taste are going to dominate this one. So sorry, Lawrence, but you've uh, you've lost the crown there. You've lost it there. Um, well, very excited for the final next week. Yeah, can't Indeed. wait. Um, we'll be watching it together, won't we? Indeed, we will. Over Very Zoom. Safe. Over Zoom. Don't come for me. Over Zoom. Over Zoom. Um, yeah, we are currently in different places, so it'd be interesting if we managed to watch it together. Exactly. But, um, exactly. Over Zoom. Over Zoom. Um, but we hope you've all enjoyed today's show, even if it's been a bit depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a good time. We had a great time with Ellie. Thank you again to Ellie yeah, for being again, on Ellie. the show. Thank you, Ellie. Love you. Um, and we'll see you next week for more news and hopefully with a Drag Race UK winner. Yes, well, definitely with a Drag Race UK winner. And if there's a double win, I'm going to rage. <laughs> I will rage. I will rage. Okay, babes. All, all right, right, my lovelies. Love you lots. See you all soon. You've been listening to Daddy with Charles Vivian and Isabel Corey. If you need any support regarding things that we've spoken about in the show, please head to the Daddy Issues Facebook page where we have some useful resources for anyone who may be struggling. Get in touch with us via our social media if you'd like to reach out or share your own story. No matter who you are, we love and accept you. See you next Thursday for some more fabulous content.